You say teenager, I say toddler. Two longtime friends in different seasons of parenting process the past while dealing with the craziness of today. Enjoy! Welcome back, everybody, to You Say Teenager, I Say Toddler. Teenager, toddler, teenager, toddler. Hey, everybody. We don't have a ton of time today for two reasons. Kurt has therapy, (laughs) (laughs) as per usual, and because my computer might die on us and I accidentally left my charger somewhere else. AKA work. So um, what we had planned to do today was just check in with each other because it's been all business lately and we never get to talk about what's actually going on in our lives. And yes, yeah, I haven't checked in with Kurt in, in quite a while about his life. Um, So, which means you guys haven't checked in with him either. So I want to hear about what's going on. I'll do my best to tell you a little bit about what's going on with me, but um, yeah, we're low on time and we're going to make this happen. What's going on? (laughs) Um, not much. <laughs> well, and scene. Thanks everybody for joining us today. Bye. Back in. Well, oh, come on. All right. Oh, so something interesting. Okay. Sunday was two weeks since I got my vaccine. And, you know, I tried forever and I got like, got this appointment weeks ago. And I don't even I know if our the- listeners knew you got the vaccine. You got super. Oh, they didn't. You got I have, actually, I um haven't talked about it. So. Yeah, I went to get it and you don't know what they're going to have. So I get there and they're like, oh, we have Johnson and Johnson today. I'm like, oh, my God, how exciting. Just the one shot. Let's do it. And so I do the shot. And it's so funny because this I need to get this corrected. My mother, my whole life on my like medical forms puts that I'm allergic to sulfur drugs because she had a rash or a breakout when she was pregnant with me or something. So she just assumed that like I'm allergic to sulfur. So I always put that on there. So I got the shot at Kaiser, my medical provider, and they actually, as they get, it's really cool. You walk in the room and there's like chairs or sick. It's like an industrial, like a, a, like a, what's the word? Like a factory assembly line. Mm -hmm. There's like all these chairs six feet apart and they wheel the stuff around and shoot your arm and you know, all this stuff. So afterwards though, they come up to me. You're supposed to sit there for 15 minutes after to make sure you don't have a reaction because they'd rather you die there than die like in your car to harm other people. <laughs> so, um, or freak out. So they come up to me and they go, oh, sir, we see that you're allergic to sulfur drugs. We're going to need to like keep you an extra 30 minutes. I'm like, okay. Oh man. I'm like, okay, cool. But I don't know if that was in my mind or what happened, or I was just anxious before the shot, but I was feeling very anxious right after anyway. Mm-hmm. And the nurse came up to me and, and she goes, how are you feeling? And I said, well, I'm feeling kind of anxious. Like, I don't know. And and she goes, let me grab you some water. Like, that's going to help calm me down. <laughs> Is there a sedative Thank in it? Thank you. Now that my thirst has been quenched, <laughs> I feel no anxiety in my life. So I don't know, maybe because I was sitting there thinking about it. I just felt kind of antsy. And finally, I sort of felt better. And I like, okay, can I go now? And so, and then we, I went with my, my girlfriend. I went with my girlfriend on a, um, a moonlight, a full moon hike. And I felt fine, but I got back that evening and, oh my God, I had like major chills. My teeth were chattering. I had to put in my mouthpiece because like my teeth were, it wouldn't stop. I felt flush, feverish. 
And even though I knew that it was from the shot, I got nervous because I haven't been sick in like over a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm so scared. And so I went to bed and I woke up and I was feeling a little better, but I still felt like I had low grade flu, like a headache and it just was a weird day. So pretty much up to two weeks after every day, I'd have like these little heat flashes and mild headaches that would come on occasionally. Okay. You know? So apparently now I'm like pretty 97% immune, but guess what? This morning, an article came out. Oh, God. Johnson & Johnson is being temporarily banned the shots because they're causing blood clots. <gasps> so I was kind of like, yay. Like how long after the shot? Two weeks. That would have been Fuck. yesterday. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm fine. That's anyway, what my husband like- got, too. My husband got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Oh, he did? And he, yeah, he had all the same symptoms. Like he was shivering and quivering. Yeah, and- the same thing? Okay. Yeah, he was not doing well. He, he got it way worse than I did. Yeah, yeah. And they, they also said, though, if you haven't had COVID, you're going to have stronger reactions to oh. the shots. Oh. But they said this is a good thing. It causes your body. Your, it's, it means your immunity is built. It's building antibodies. Right, right. But that's interesting. I didn't know he got that one, that yeah, he, he had the same reaction. He didn't know until he didn't know. He just set the appointment, yeah. but he didn't know what he was going to be getting. Um, I got Pfizer, so I had to go twice, and I did it at the Circuit of the Americas at the big racetrack, and there was oh, yeah, yeah. so many people there, and it was just, oh, God, it was such a fucking to-do. I never want to do that again. Never want to do that again for as long did as it I hurt? Uh, the shot hurt, and my arm was pretty sore, pretty fucking sore for a, for a good number of days. But other than that, I really didn't have any symptoms, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. I was good to go. So I didn't need to miss any work or anything because there was a bunch. I mean, people were dropping out like flies at my job because they were offering all the teachers vaccinations. And so they were just like people. They were just going down uh, one right after another. It's like there goes another one. Another one. bites. We're not used to being sick. Right. I mean, anyway, so that's what's going on. We're both vaccinated, which means we might can get together soon. We have something in the works. We'll see. Yeah, we talked about it on the Patreon. So if you want to know what we're talking about, go join our Patreon. For the price of a coffee, less than the price of a coffee now, a fancy coffee. You guys really, though, I encourage you to jump on that Patreon because it's five bucks a month. You have access to everything that's the past and moving forward. And the number, my favorite episode so far is when Leanne interviewed Babs. Babs claps back. So it was her take on the first few episodes it was it was interesting patreon.com forward slash teenager toddler we've put up some fun stuff lately um kurt like told us broke it down and told us about like kind of the beginnings of him realizing that he was gay yeah. um yeah he kind of told us his his gay journey if you will um <laughs> is, if that's a thing. <laughs> is that just so offensive what i just said <laughs> No, okay. I think it's funny. Okay. Let me tell you something. I just want yeah. to tell you a cute story about my son. So recently I was looking at a bunch of pictures on my phone, just taking a walk down memory lane. Hmm. And he was, he was like, I want to see what you're, what you're looking at. So I showed him some pictures and some of them were of me pregnant. And I was going, look, that's when you were in mommy's tummy. See, you were there. He has brought that up so many times since then. And he goes before when I was in your tummy. When oh. mommy ate me, he, <laughs> mo- you know, mommy ate me, but I'm out now, you know, <laughs> how traumatic. 
I don't know where he got that from because I just said that you were in my tummy when mommy was growing you. <laughs> but he just decided that I had eaten him and that's why he was in my stomach. Oh, <laughs> why my stomach was so big. <laughs> oh, he's probably, what if he's traumatized? No, he's not. He says it very matter of factly. He doesn't say it like he's like he's scared or like I'm gonna eat him again. <laughs> like, like I just picture like you become like an alien and you're like you just like walk and like eat him again. <laughs> Did he ask? What? what? I just picture like some of those alien movies where like all of a sudden like you know you come out of your body. No, like, I I understand. I just like I don't know why that's what you're picturing. No, like eating him again. Like, I wonder if he like pictures that, you know? I don't think so. He seems to not be afraid. He just it, remembers back to the picture. And that kid, he has a memory on him. He he will tell me stuff that happened years ago. One thing in particular that I think about a lot, there was a raccoon on our back porch. This was, he was like one. He's three now. Oh, and he remembers he'll that. still be like, wow. raccoon outside? That time there was, <laughs> the raccoon was outside? I was like, yeah, that was a really long time ago, kid. You know, it's okay. But he, he remembers really stuff smart. forever. So he keeps bringing up the fact that mommy ate him. Have I <laughs> talked to you about the fact that we're always having to, you know, discuss penises and vaginas with me? Oh, no, I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah, he he's asked me, um, I guess, you know, because when they're this age, you're always going um, and peeing in front of them and stuff. Both parents are. And so at some point in time, it's been a while, but at some point in time, he did ask me, you know, what is that? Because I guess it, you know, he realized it looked different from his. And he, I think he, he knew that his was called a penis. He was like, mommy, you have a penis. And I'd be like, no, mommy <laughs> has a vagina. You and daddy have a penis. He'd be, so after a while, he, you know, and he kept asking me this. He was like, mommy, you have gina? Um, And it'd be like, yeah, you don't have a penis. no. You need to go to the doctor. He would ask oh, me. Oh, wow. Really? You need to go to the doctor. Like he thought I needed to go oh, get wow. my penis. It was like, no, no, I don't need to go to the doctor. I don't need to have a penis. So when his grandmother was in town for Easter weekend, helping take care of him while I got vaccinated, he asked her about her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he's not saying this stuff at school. One day he comes in. After his nap, I was in my room and I went and got him and I was like, you want to come in my room for a little bit and hang out? Because he likes to just kind of laze around whenever he's still a little tired. So he was laying on the bed with me and he starts going, mommy, my butt itches. (laughs) And I was like, your butt itches? Do you want me to put some cream on it? And he was like, yeah. So I went and got some like diaper type stuff and put Mm -hmm. some cream on his butt. And then later on, we're walking down the stairs and he's like, mommy, my butt itches again. And I said, okay, well, you can go to the bathroom and scratch your butt and then wash your hands, please. <laughs> so, oh <God. laughs> no, no. so he goes to the bathroom and when he came out, Kurt, I wish you could have seen him. He opens up the door and he has this big smile and he goes, mommy, I scratched my butt. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, that's great. Did you wash your hands? He's like, yes. And I'm just thinking to myself, please don't ever bring this up at school. Please don't like come out of the door and tell your teachers. I scratched my I butt. Scratched my butt. Oh, <laughs> like, what am my I teaching God. my child? Anyways, these are kind of some of the funny things that have been going on with my kid lately. What's going on with your kid? Oh, but wait, back up a minute. So oh, when okay. he asked your mother about her vagina, like, what did he ask her? What did she say? I think he just, you know, what he asks me, you know, Gigi, you have vagina? You know, and she was, you know, 
very matter of fact had discussions about vaginas and penises with him i guess i don't really know the full extent of the conversation That's so funny. she just let me know that he you know needed to discuss her vagina with him <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh lord oh lord so, so how's your teen um she's okay um it's <laughs> <laughs> okay there's about what i say 13 there's about two months of school left school ends in june and these are the last two months of her junior year anyway school returned today well they call it return but it's not really people it, could go back on campus if they want to go back on campus and sit in a home thing that she's doing online here okay but her school's an hour away and she'd have to go through the COVID procedures to get into the classroom. And it's just, kind of, there's no free and you hang out in pods. Like she wouldn't be able to see the people she wants. You know what sucks? I'm going to say this. It's not just a Texas thing. It's everywhere. Sports take precedence. The sports can gather and they can practice and yeah. they can do their thing. But guess what? The arts, they were told they can't have rehearsals in person and they can't sing together and they can't play musical instruments. So it was really cool the director of the of the performing arts magnet that she's in, she did a proposal that mimicked the same as the sports mm. to see what would happen. And I'm not really sure because, I mean, I haven't heard anything changed because she's not going back. I guess some parents need to go to work or they're just like, my kid is getting out and they need a change of pace. Um, <clears throat> and like none of Bab's friends or Bab's like went back. So she's going to finish up. Because it's not really going, it, it, she gets really annoyed. She says, it's not going back because that's not really going back. I'm like, okay. So she's going to finish up her two months here. I'm really trying to savor this time. Like I'm trying to schedule in like when her lunchtime is like, okay, we're going to go for a walk around the neighborhood or we're going to go grab a coffee. Because when else am I ever going to be able to do that again with her during her lunchtime, you know, during right. school. Right. So it's weird as something starts to come to a close, you're like, oh, we've been doing this over a year, but oh no, it's going to end. And then some days I'm like, fucking yes, because trying to do a podcast, trying to work, run a business, I'm a loud person. I'm constantly being told that I'm too loud. And I love it. I can be on a live business presentation and there's 30 people watching me live and she'll come in and like, I'm like, excuse me. Like, you know, we're doing those signals like this. Like, I know our audience can't, but, you know, I'm like talking and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, get the fuck away from here. Like, <clears throat> anyway. um, Yeah. I'm done with that. And just, I'm just done. And, you know, trying to start look at starting to like look into like some schools and I know what's ahead, but basically before I even go there, these next few months, I'm really trying to organize my life and make some changes. And I'm encouraging her to, so that in the fall, when it's her senior year, when it's busy, we're going to be doing the college application stuff that it's not as chaotic because we have, we're more grounded. That's my mission. Okay. So that's what's kind of going on with that. And I don't know. Why don't you talk? <laughs> Because I'm, I'm trying to really think about what I can share, you know, and what I can't. Right. Me personally, this week has started off really good. I mean, on a personal wise, not necessarily parenting wise, but um, I 
for about a week now, one of my good friends, thank God she encouraged me because I hate doing this, but we're getting up at like 5.30, 5.45 and we're doing a sunrise hike. We've been doing it for like a week, except like on the weekends, we did a sunset hike. Sunsets are my favorite hikes, but um, some days I'm cursing it. It can be a beautiful morning experience, the smells, what you hear, the sights. But one morning I was like, just like, I'm not enjoying any of this. Like, I'm not happy. I want to go home and go back to bed. And <laughs> like Mel Robbins says, though, are you ever really going to want to do it? You know, I had to Mel Robbins that shit. But once I do it and I'm up and moving, if I get enough sleep, I, I've got to do this. I want to get, I want to be bigger in every part of my life. We talked about. And I need to work on the bookends of my day. I need to work on how I put myself to bed and deal with my evening and then how I wake up and start my day. And my friend and I did a, she follows, well, it's called, I think it's called Church of the Mind or I forget. It's some kind of like community she belongs to, Science of the Mind or something. It's not religious. It's all different religions, but it's really cool. I like his stuff. Like, I think he'd totally be into it. It's just a, like a spiritual mindfulness church organization. There's all people from all different religions are in it. And there's like every morning he does like talks and stuff and meditations. And we were on one of them and it was like exactly the message I needed to hear yesterday. And he was talking about intention. Like you and I have goals that we want to do with the podcast. You have goals personally. I do. We all have different things you want to do. And he's like, you can make plans all day long, right? We can make plans. But he's like, what is your intention? Is your intention in it? And that makes so much sense because when every week rolls around, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to like organize this this week or this week's going to be better, but I'm not putting the intention into it. So I came home and I journaled about what I want my week to look like, being intentional about it. Now, yesterday was a good day. Did I do everything? No, but I move. It's shavings make a pile. Like I'm moving in a different direction. I'm more conscious. And I did two hikes yesterday, which I don't recommend. I did a sunrise <laughs> and I did a sunset and that really did me in. Yeah. So I almost feel like you're not, you're two hours ahead of me and you're not a night person, but I need like an accountability buddy at night because being self-employed, I'm on my own time limit, but obviously it's going to cost me. And like, I do have to get stuff done. But like, I can have the best intentions for the evening, like, oh, I'm going to work on the podcast stuff, or I'm going to write, or I'm going to like, send out emails and stuff. And everything fades as the night goes on, and I'm tired, everything fades into the background. And it's like, you know what, I don't really have to do this tonight. I need some self care. I'm going to watch the crown. And I'm going to just, um, you know, pretend I'm a princess, and I'm going to watch the crown. <laughs> and then the next morning, I'm like, shit. I did it again, you know, <laughs> <laughs> put all, I took off my dress and my heels and it's like back to reality. <laughs> so dork. anybody listening, you can be in any, listen, Hey, so I am looking for accountability in the evening, preferably in my time zone, but you know, that would be like the key, but like someone I can be like, listen, I need to do this and I don't want to. I'm tired. I want to lay in my bed and read or I, but like, I need to get this done first. Like I, I need some accountability okay. during the day. I have accountability, but you're, you're, you're sleeping by the time that I need accountability. 
So you're of no use to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and that way. You know, I'm glad you brought this up because, like, someone had suggested to me that we do a Mel Robbins check-in to see if we're doing our stuff, you know? Um, I am still making my bed every morning, but I've not been good about high-fiving myself in the mirror at all. I'm glad you were being honest. Yeah, I haven't been high-fiving. I'm going to go do it right after this, though. Thanks for bringing that up. And um, I have... I make my bed every morning. My room's a mess, but I make my bed. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference. It really See, does. That's the thing. Like we, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring you into this because I can't speak for you personally. It's not fair to you. But like I've, I have the goals. I know what I want to do, and it's great to talk about it. But the intention has to be like sit down and be like, okay, here's the plan. What's your intention? Whether it's making the list, whether it's getting stuff set up, you know, the actual intention. Like that mindset reset, I need to revisit it and put mm-hmm. more intention. I started my vision board back when we talked about it and it's sitting there incomplete, you know? Because, I get it. I never put mine up on the wall, so I need to do that. Because, I mean, I could just make one now, but I'm looking to do it in the specific way that Mel Robbins, and it kind of complicated my brain a little, like frustrated my brain a little bit because I'm so used to making it with all the pictures, but it needs to be like, because you see the end result and feel worse. It needs to be like work, calls, getting up at 5 a.m. You need to see what it takes. To make all this stuff happen, yeah. yeah. So I got kind of lost in that in that rabbit hole. And I just abandoned it. It's sitting there on the side. But it makes me feel better. The, the big quote I have at the top says, no, you're on the right path. And it's funny because when I see that, I'm like, okay. Just even seeing that that picture that quote makes me feel better. So mm-hmm. you finished your vision board? I guess from what I remember, I need to look at it again. I just never hung it. So it's just like, it's, that's not helpful, but I didn't. Yeah. I just never put it up on a wall for me to look at every day. So I need to do that. need to high five myself in the mirror more. Um, hey, I got an idea. Can okay. we throughout the day, whenever we high five ourselves, send a certain emoji to each other, just so we remember to do it. Or is that really annoying? Um, I guess to start with, to get us into the habit of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like just uh, I can try. I'm not making any promises, but yeah. I can try. Because like if I see yours, it's like, oh shit, I got to go do this. It's just about habits, you know? Exactly. No, you're right. And the reason I kind of hesitated when you asked me that is because I was like, we don't need to put anything else on our to-do list for the day. I know. There's so many things. I have been meditating in the mornings. Oh, um, I actually meditate while I'm still in bed. Um, Well, so I've been doing the Chopra one lately. The Chopra, Deepak Chopra and Oprah have an app. Chopra is what it's called. So you can download the app and they have this 21 day meditation for free right now called getting unstuck. So I do that in the mornings. Oh, wait, it's another free one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Send it to me. Um, Well, it's called getting unstuck. I'm telling you about it. Okay. And I want the link. Just kidding. Not kidding. I I will try to remember to send it to you. And so I, some people may not consider this meditation, but I, I'm still laying down in my dark bedroom whenever I turn on the meditation and I do it while I'm laying in bed. Do you fall back asleep though? No, we've talked about this before. I'm not that kind of person. I don't fall back asleep after I've woken up. Almost never. Oh, lucky you. Not really. Because if you wake up, you know, when you don't really want to wake up Mm. and you haven't had enough sleep, it's really miserable. It's like, this is why I'm such a, this is why I'm such a drill sergeant about getting to bed at an early hour, because if I don't get enough sleep by the time 
you know, the sun comes out or something in the morning wakes me up or whatever. That's it. That's all the sleep I'm getting. So, So, oh, so it's not, I I, I just want to pick your brain for a second, because for me, the hard part of getting up is that's my cocoon, my warm, comfortable cocoon. And like, if I'm stressed about something, it's like, I still have some space between what I, I don't want to deal with it. I want to stay covered up. You know, I don't want to get up. I want to go back to sleep. So you don't feel that way. Well, no, I definitely feel that way. Like it's my cocoon and I don't want to get up and it's hard to get out of the bed, but I can't fall back asleep. So you're just laying in bed, getting nothing accomplished, not even getting sleep accomplished because at least sleep, you're getting like genuine rest. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I wake up and I can't fall back asleep. So it's kind of like, well, I might as well start the day. So it's kind of a, almost like a compromise doing meditation in bed because then I get to feel like I'm still resting, even though I can't fall Mm -hmm. back asleep. Yeah. But I've never been that person to like, somebody comes and wakes you up in the morning. Like maybe they just have a question for you. They need to borrow your keys to move your car or something like that. And then you fall right back asleep. I've never been that person. Once you wake me up, that's it. And so thus we've talked about it before. This is why my husband and I don't sleep in the same room. And this is why I put myself to bed as early as possible because if I don't go to bed early, I just don't get enough sleep there. Even on a day, whenever I can sleep in, my body's not going to let me sleep in unless I have drugged myself with like Unisom or something. There's no falling back asleep. Wow, dude. You've all, you've, but you've been like this your whole life or adult life? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I think women in general just have this issue. Like Babs is a light sleeper also. And she's always waking up. I'm like, what does that mean? When I, when I hit the pillow, I am, yeah. people could like take everything out of my room and probably my mattress. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you know, those shows you wake up and you're just like on a mattress and they took everything, you know, those- <laughs> <laughs> I kind of envy that. And I kind of don't, I mean, yeah, I, maybe it's instinctual in our DNA because we're going to have to be able to get up the drop of a hat. If you ever have children, you know, maybe that's why women have a harder time sleeping or something. I don't know. I mean, surely there's men out there that have a hard time sleeping. I don't know of any. Just hubby. <laughs> um, he has had a tough time sleeping in the past, but that was when he was really stressed out. It was stress mm. induced. It wasn't um, his, I mean, his natural way was to go to sleep and, and sleep for a long time. He could sleep in really late. Like, he prefers to stay up later. He likes to be a night owl. Now he can't be because we have a child now. Um, and he does, he operates just fine as long as he puts himself to bed, but he has a tough time putting himself to bed. Like he has serious FOMO. Mm. Oh yeah. No, I'm kind of like, I want to still be like that, but I had to realize that I'm not a night owl anymore. Well, you know what it is? I'm not productive. Like I can lay there it's so funny. I, looking back, I can see that my dad dealt with stress like this. Every night, my dad would fall asleep in his lazy boy recliner and his like armchair. And my mom would have to wake him up to come to bed. Interesting. He could just put on a TV show and it like would mm-hmm. put him to sleep. And that's the thing. Yes. You know what it is? I think for me the same way. You're not... It creates a space between what you have to do tomorrow and stress because you're not committing to bed yet. Like I'm laying on the couch and I'm in this comfortable in between, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, I need to set a boundary. It's like, okay, 11 o'clock, you get your ass into, that's what I need. Like, you you know, you go brush your teeth, put on your mouthpiece, 
because I'm a teeth grinder. I've destroyed a lot of my teeth by grinding. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I'm noticing my front teeth, like the very bottom, I'm noticing like there's some like little bitty chips and like, I'm like want to get them sanded or something. And I'm like, shit. And people used to hear me back when I had partners or whatever, people that I would like sleep with. I mean, sounds like-, <laughs> like roommates. Yeah. Um, or when I was actually with someone in a relationship, they said that they could hear me grinding. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So if I fall asleep without my mouthpiece, my mouth hurts the next day. So I know this is really fascinating to all of you guys out there. <laughs> But no, think about it. So it creates, and that's my problem. Like, but see last night, cause I have an intention. I was so fucking tired, but I, I had a really healthy meal after my second hike. I needed to eat a lot. And then I made myself message like three people. Like you have to do these three things on your list. And I did it. And then I like, okay, I spaced out a little bit on the couch. And then I did put myself to bed properly. So it was like you earned your downtime, but it wasn't like, you know, you didn't give yourself 17 things, 17 huge tasks to do. You gave yourself a manageable amount of work. Mm-hmm. You did it, even though you didn't feel like it. And then you were able to earn your, your downtime and put yeah. yourself to bed properly. And this is what I'm working towards. Just these little habits every day that, you know, create better things in my life. So that's how my week is starting off. These are my intentions. It's only Tuesday. What do you got planned for this week? Lots of weeding in the library. Waiting? Weeding. Weeding. <sighs> like weeding a garden. Weeding, getting weeding rid of out? books. Books. Old books? Yeah. Or books that aren't being checked out. It's kind of a, it's quite a little task a situation, but it's kind of boring. So there's no need to talk to the peeps about that. I have got one question book. though. Okay, How long ahead. does a book have to not be checked out before you can get rid of it? We usually start off with a five-year list. So if it hasn't been checked out in five years, we get rid of it. Ooh. Do you ever see a book and you're like, oh, I'm so surprised. Yes. Yeah. How sad. Yeah. So you can try, I mean, you can, you don't have to get rid of it. You can try promoting it and see if, if you can get it back in circulation. Um, But no, I mean, it's, it's for the best. You got to make way for the new, for the new stuff coming out, the stuff they actually want and that they're going to check out. There's no point in filling up your shelves with a bunch of crap that nobody wants to check out. No, we give them away or we recycle them. Okay. I I know you didn't really burn them. I just pictured you outside with your bun, your bun. Okay. I see. see. Well, I do rip up some of them and turn them into art projects and stuff. Nice. Cut into them, rip them up so they can make blackout poetry with it and stuff like that. Anyways, all this is boring crap. Um, I, I, you know, I don't really know what my life consists of anymore because it's become so routine all the, there's so many more kids back at school. There's more traffic on the roads, but it's taking me longer to get to school. So I'm going to have to get my butt going and like get leave, leave for school in the morning sooner. Like things are kind of starting to return to normal around here. And I'm not quite sure that I like it, Kurt. I'm not quite sure that I like it at all. I'm kind of sad about it, but it is what it is. I will just say this. Our child is taking these little classes. They're so cute. He does the, some kids' strong classes with his father on Tuesday nights, and we, he and I are going to his swim lessons on Saturdays. They're so freaking cute. Oh. And they're little flippers splashing around in the water. Oh. It's, really, it's really sweet. So, you know, the summer's coming up. I'm trying to decide if I want to maybe do one more class with him since it's summertime. We, we've done music classes in the past, and now that everything's kind of opening back up over here, 
and his father and I are fully vaccinated. We're kind of taking more risks, taking more risks. Did I tell you about the trampoline park? No trampoline. We took, yeah, we took him to this trampoline park. And when we got there, I think they were so desperate for money because they've been shut down for so long that they had this incredible deal where you could sign your kid up for 10 bucks a month. You can go to the trampoline park, unlimited number of days in the month for two hours at a time. And the parents get in for $2. Now, normally an adult, an adult could, an adult, I think for 90 minutes, I think is like 1899. So, and then a kid for like 90 minutes is like, I don't know, let's say his age was like 1399. So we were going there expecting to spend like $50 to get us all in for like a, an hour and a half to two hours. We went out of there. We spent $14 <laughs> and we've gone back like a million times already. And it's just 10 bucks a month. Oh my God. Is that that place where like all the floors are trampoline kind of thing? Yes. Yes. Is that he scary? Loves it. Is that scary? No. Oh, well, I guess it can be. Um, he loved it. And there's, you know, it's foam and they cover everything up with padding and stuff. So you know, we just try to keep them in like more of the kitty areas away from the big kids. And, and, you know, for the most part, the big kids were respectful. We went back a second time, um, like the next day, cause we did this on spring break. We went back again the next day, but he hadn't napped that day. He would not take a nap. So we were only there for a matter of minutes before he was just like melting down. He like some kid ran into him and he just like fell on the floor. It was in this dramatic, you know, meltdown. And just everything was upsetting him. So like 10 minutes later, I just instead bribed him. And I was like, would you like to just leave here and go get some ice cream? We'll just do a little trip and get some ice cream. And he was like, yes, you know, that made him happy. So we went and got, he'd never had ice cream before that I can remember. We'd never gone out for ice cream. So we just left the trampoline park. But since then he's been back like another two times with his dad or something. And it's just the best deal ever. So we have a lot of things that we can keep Holy. him occupied with this summer. And um, I don't know what it is about the spring and summer. It seems like that's whenever people do all their classes and stuff. Cause I don't like to do them in the fall or the winter. Cause there's, yeah. Cause there's a lot going on initially, but like, I hear you things are starting to open up here slowly, but like the, tra- let me tell you what's been opened up for a while is the fucking traffic. Oh, it's just like all of a sudden for like a year. I mean, well, like for a year, it's like, oh, I can get over here for like 15 minutes. It normally takes me 45. Well, let me tell you, all of a sudden it's back to normal. And it's like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that part to look forward to. Um, Not happy about it. Crowded. Aren't you guys like officially opening up on June 15th or something like that? I don't know. I've seen some stuff about, I've heard stuff about it. I haven't like looked into it. Well, because our okay. governor is going to be recalled and he like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. There's pressure. That's why they say the schools were opened up in the way they were. They needed to start opening them up anyway, but I don't know what's going on, but no, it's time. I mean, it's time. I mean, yeah. people are still acting as if it's like some people are acting as if it's like a year ago and it's like you don't have to be that cautious you have to be cautious you know wear your masks get vaccinated but i still see people jogging down the street with the mask on i'm like but you know what though live and let live <laughs> exactly live, live and let, that's what I'm, i like i mean more people are i mean getting infected and dying right now than they were you know this time last texas? year in texas in or general in in the country Oh, I've kind of been avoiding the numbers. 
Like when the shutdown happened, the numbers were lower than they are now, but we're all pretending like we're not in a pandemic anymore. Yeah. That's the problem. And I wonder, and I don't, I I just wonder, yeah, we're getting vaccinated, but like still, I don't know where this is going to lead us. I hope it's not going to lead us where we don't want to go. Let's just say right. So you joggers out there that are running in mass, keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was going to bring up too. Babs is in a musical coming up. Right. Very exciting. Um, Like six months ago, we discovered this and they were doing a very COVID safe production. We've had to get tested every two weeks and then Mm -hmm. they wear masks and temperature checks. And um, she is in Heather's and She's loving it. It was nice for her to be back on stage. Are they going to air it live too? I I mean, don't, I mean, I'm sorry. They're going to stream it live. That's what I meant. I will find out. I'm wondering probably. Yeah. But okay. they're in masks, you know, so they're singing in masks and all the above, but they're doing, you know, they're staying safe. She's able to do this. She really likes this theater. It's a great outside of school way to do musicals and so stuff. So that's our life right now. And then I'm planning some surprises with you, hopefully, and some bringing mm-hmm. some good stuff to our listeners. And the whole theme of, like I said, I want my life to be bigger. This is part of it. It starts now. Okay. Can I just say one thing? I had to go today and get my oil changed. I had to get my brakes done. It was like 600 bucks. I was not happy. Yikes. I know. Every time I turn around, it feels like we've got another ridiculously big bill. I was just like, I I mean, I've had this car for a year and it took me a lot of places during COVID, you know, a lot of trips and, but they were like, oh, it's the rotors and the pads. And I expected it to be more. You've only had the car for a year Mm -hmm. and you already had to do the brakes. I put a lot of miles on it this year. Oh, Oh, it wasn't brand. It wasn't brand new. Oh, okay. It's a previously owned car. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't brand new, but, um, but no, and this guy I go to, I don't go to the, like the Mazda dealership. This guy used to work for Mazda. So he has his own and it's in, you know, it's so it's the same thing I'm getting and it's, it's good. He knows the car. So it actually would have been more. If I went to the dealership, I would have spent probably like $800, eight, 900 bucks. Okay. And then I wouldn't be planning this thing with you maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I feel like this is all really boring crap. And we had more interesting things to talk about, but we can't think of them at the moment. So we'll just have to do another check-in at some point for you guys. Um, And y'all can tell us what you want to hear about. But the next thing, I just want to mention this to the audience. The next thing that we're recording, because we just dropped the Paris Hilton documentary breakdown. And now we're going to record and discuss another documentary that you guys can find on Netflix. If you want to prepare for the episode, it is called Capital. Capital in the 21st Century Documentary. It's on Netflix, guys. And Kurt needs some verbiage to talk with Babs because she um, talks a lot about capitalism. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really, yeah. <laughs> they don't always I'm, see eye to eye. No, no. I, I'm, I'm excited to explore this more because, um, you know, I'm a business owner and I try to explain to her I'm not part of what she's talking about, but I don't know. I really want to explore this. Because this generation is like anti-capitalism as their parents' jobs are paying for their USC college tuition. It's just, (laughs) I see it every day. You know what I mean? Because I know them and their parents. (laughs) Right. So I'm just like, I'm excited to watch and hear what's the solution then. Let's hear it. Yes. Cool. 
Well, then what's your solution? Are we going to pay yes. paid in love? <laughs> and kisses? <laughs> or okay. better yet, candy. Candy. Chocolate. And Mini Cadbury candy. eggs. And May the 2nd, not to rush time, but May the 2nd, the last season of Pose comes out. Oh, I have Pose. not watched that at all. So I... Oh, girlfriend, Pose. Watch the first one, please, and let me know what you think. Okay. I know. You're like, add something else to the list. You're right, I am. God, you know what? I was about to go for a sunset hike. It looks like it's going to fucking rain and it's cloudy. It's not supposed to rain here. It's April. Okay, ADD, squirrel. Okay, so if you would like to be able to prepare for the next episode, go to Netflix and watch the Capitol in the 21st Century documentary. Capital in the 21st century. Also, if you want more content from us, we put up a lot of great stuff recently. Um, Patreon.com forward slash teenager toddler. You know, for the a small price of five dollars a month, you, get a you lot can get more content. Well, and then um, it opens up all the previous content. So if you join the Patreon now, you get all any previous content that we've been putting up since August, I think. Um, so that's kind of nice. You can binge um, on some Patreon content. And then if you want to email us and give us some thoughts on what you would like to hear about, it felt to me like we had more to check in on today. <laughs> I apologize to our audience. Well, we checked in a lot. Juicy. We did to, on exactly Patreon. on the Patreon. So we might have like kind of jipped you, you guys on the main page just this one time. Just this go one to time. The Patreon and check that out and you decide. Yes. Um, so you can email us at teenagertoddler2020 at gmail.com and give us your thoughts. Let us know if there's anything that you'd like to hear about parenting or otherwise on the podcast. And follow us on Instagram at Teenager Toddler. You can DM us there as well. DM us. Slide DM into us. our DM. Okay. Slide into my DM. Anyway. Okay. No, listen. So we did solve world peace. Believe it or not in this. We solved world yes. peace. Yes. Thanks for listening to our check-in. We wanted to just bring you into this because we could have just had this conversation on our own, but we are two fascinating individuals and we need to unleash this on the world. This has been fun. <laughs> Go to your therapy session. Get therapized. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye.